This week on Vedic Mythology, Music, and Mantras, Draupadi emerges from a sacrificial fire and becomes a friend of Krishna, wife of Arjuna and enemy of the Kauravas. This podcast is a production of Pujanet, your Vedic resource on the web, P-U-J-A dot N-E-T. And as I've said before, it's really difficult, if not impossible, to tell a complete story from the Vedic tradition. They always have so many tempting backstories and lead to so many new stories that it quickly becomes endless and one is forced to edit. Well, the wonderful story of Draupadi is no exception coming as it does from the Mahabharata, the great epic that contains the Bhagavad Gita and is the story of Krishna and the Pandava family. As always, the story is one that is full of treachery and deceit, devotion and spirituality, and above all, an examination of dharma or natural law. There is, as always, wonderful complexity and moral shades of gray, just as in real life nothing is really very simple or perfectly good or bad. There was a young man by the name of Drona. He was born into a poor Brahmin family as the son of a sage named Bharadvaja, and he was a dedicated student and studied both martial arts and spiritual subjects with a similarly aged prince by the name of Drupa. They were, as young boys can sometimes be, inseparable, so much so that Drupa promised Drona half of his kingdom when he grew to adulthood. Later on, Drona grew and married Kripi, and they had a son named Aswatama. But Drona was still poor and, for the sake of his family, desired to earn some money. So he went off and found his childhood friend Drupa and approached him to ask for help. But Drupa wouldn't help and deeply insulted Drona by telling him that true friendship could only take place between equals. Drona, understandably, swore revenge. Well, having a family to support and not being sure what to do next, Drona went to see the sage Parashrava, who was supposed to be giving away all his possessions to the Brahmins. But Drona arrived too late, and there was nothing left. So Parashrama gave him the best gift of all, his knowledge of combat. Ultimately, Drona becomes the teacher to the young Kaurava and Pandava princes and establishes a famous school where princes from all the neighboring kingdoms came to study martial and spiritual arts. As the young men complete their studies, Drona sends them to arrest King Drupa and return with him bound in chains so that he, Drona, can finally extract his revenge for Drupa's refusal of friendship. The Kaurava brothers take up the army of Hastinapur and attack King Drupa, but they are defeated and return empty-handed. Then the five Pandava brothers leave alone, without an army, attack King Drupa, and win easily. They return with the king, who is far from happy about this, but Drona only takes half the king's kingdom, and so they are now equal. Drona forgives Drupa and allows him to return home. Unfortunately, the lesson is lost on Drupa, who is now intent on defeating Drona. He decides that the best way to do this is to have a divinely connected son who can defeat Drona. So he prays to Shiva for help, and Shiva instructs him to perform a special yagya called uh, Putrakami yagya to have a son. And at the end of the yagya, as Drupa pours two cups of ghee into the fire, from the flames emerge a fully grown son, Drishtadumya, and a beautiful daughter, Draupadi. Draupadi was beautiful and had lustrous dark skin, 
So she was oftentimes called Princess Krishna, because Krishna means dark in Sanskrit. It was also said that the goddess Kali gave her some powers so that she would ultimately be the cause of the destruction of the Kauravas who embodied the force of Adharma. As she grew, Draupada naturally wanted to find a suitable match for his princess, Draupadi, and he decided, as any good father would, that only the god Krishna would be good enough for her. So in due course, Krishna comes to visit and is very pleased with Draupadi. But Krishna, as an avatar of Vishnu, the preserver and the protector, has come to earth, as he does periodically, to, to restore Dharma, the natural balance of life. And as events unfold, the two sides of good and bad had become polarized and will become polarized between the Pandavas and the Kaurava families, respectively. Well, the thing about Vishnu is that, as the protector, the maintainer of life, direct destruction is not generally what he does. That would be the role of Shiva. So most of the time, Vishnu manipulates events so that various individuals play out their roles to create the desired results naturally. And in the Mahabharata, one quickly sees that Krishna is a master politician. Given the important role that Draupadi eventually plays, it is probably not in the cards that she would become Krishna's wife, no matter what, and she eventually marries the Pandava brothers. But she will be a strong ally of Krishna's, and her sense of and strength of character is necessary and central to the story of the Mahabharata. So how can Krishna say no to Draupada's request to marry his daughter, Draupadi? Krishna soon hears that she too is called Krishna, and he asks her, How could we be married if we have the same name? And besides, you know, I have many, many wives. Why would you want to be just another wife? Because we have the same name, we must have some divine connection. So let us be an example to the world of power of friendship. And indeed, this is true. Krishna watches carefully over her, as we will see. So now Draupadi needs a husband, and she decides to make the choice herself. There was a ritual in those days called Swayamvar, where the princess hosts a contest and marries the winner. So Draupadi's Swayamvara takes place, and the test is to see who can hit the eye of a small, rotating wooden fish suspended above a barrel of water using only the distorted reflection on the water to aim. The Pandava brothers are in disguise as wandering Brahmins. They arrive, and first Karna shoots the target, thus winning her hand. But with a little manipulation from Krishna, Draupadi rejects him because he was born the son of a laborer. Then Arjuna, one of the Pandava brothers, easily wins by stringing the bow, shooting the target when most of the contestants can't even string the bow. Well, the five Pandava brothers had been instructed by their, by their mother, Kunti, to always share what they have, and so when they all arrive back home, Arjuna gleefully tells his mother what he has won. She insists that Draupadi become the wife of all five brothers. As you might imagine, this was somewhat unusual, but Kunti insists that this is Dharma, higher law, and her way goes, and Draupadi spends one year with each of the five brothers. And the great sage Vyasa arrives on the scene, and he tells Draupadi that her unique position as a wife to five men is a result of her previous life where she had played, prayed so intently to Shiva to grant her a husband with the five best qualities that a man could have, 
But Lord Shiva explained to her that it was virtually impossible to find a husband that perfect. Draupadi insists, and so Shiva grants her wish, but these qualities are spread across the five Pandava brothers, and so in order to satisfy her desire, she has to marry all five of them. Now, there are three great stories involving Draupadi, one that takes place in the forest, one that takes place in the royal court, and one that takes place during the Mahabharata War. The Pandavas had built a beautiful palace in the capital of their kingdom, Indrapashta. With Krishna's help, this palace was a wonder to see, with all kinds of architectural gimmicks and wonders. And at one point, the Pandavas decided to have a huge yagya called Rajasuya, and invited everyone, including the Kaurava princes. One of the Kauravas, Duryodhana, was walking through a corridor when he mistook a pond for a polished floor and fell flat on his face, getting humiliatingly wet. Later on, he mistook a floor for a pond and lifted up his garment so he could, go, he could cross without getting his hems wet. But seeing him, Draupadi laughed out loud and mocked him, saying Duryodhana, because he was the son of the blind king Dhritarashtra, could himself only be blind. Well, needless to say, in his pride, Duryodhana was incensed, and he desired to humiliate the Pandavas, and later on invited the brothers to the Kaurava kingdom in Hastinapur, where he engaged Yudhisthira, the eldest Pandava brother, in a rigged game of dice. As one might have expected, Shukunti, an uncle to the Kauravas, played dishonestly, and having strategically lost a few games, then ended up winning everything that Yudhistra had, all his money, all his possessions, his kingdom, and finally his wife Draupadi. And to everyone's horror, as Shakunti wins, he sends his brother Dushana to get Draupadi, who has just finished taking a bath and is drying her hair. The Pandavas, when they see this, are enraged, but hold their tempers. Draupadi argues that Yudhistara had lost his freedom and thus could not have legitimately offered her in a bet. But it was to no avail, and the Kauravas demanded that the Pandava princes strip themselves look like slaves, and to do so the brothers removed their shirts, and clearly Draupadi was expected to do likewise. The Pandava brothers made no attempt to help her in this obviously distressing moment, and so she prayed to her friend Krishna. Dushasana moves forward and starts to undress her forcibly. He unwraps layer after layer of her saris, but under Krishna's influence they keep getting extended and reveal nothing. Dushasana finally gives up. Eventually cooler heads prevail, and the elderly and blind king Dhritarashtra asks Draupadi what she would like. Predictably, she asks for all to be restored to her husbands, and that they be allowed to return home. They do, but unfortunately later on the Pandavas are again invited for a rematch. They foolishly accept, lose again, and are sent into exile in the forest for fourteen years. The terms of their exile were to go and live in the forest unrecognized for these fourteen years, so they dressed as ascetic Brahmins and off they went. One day, the foul-tempered Rishi Durvasa appeared at their ashram with a hundred of his students. Well, the Pandava brothers had just finished eating and were off at the river to wash up, and Durvasa found only Draupadi in the ashram in the kitchen and asked her for food and hospitality. 
Well, Dropity couldn't refuse, and she certainly knew who Dorvasa was because of his legendary curses and foul temper, so she was in quite a fix. To buy a little time, she cleverly suggests that Dorvasa go down to the nearby river to wash up, and by the time he returns, she will have a meal for them. So off they went, leaving behind one disciple to keep an eye on things. The situation wasn't as entirely impossible as one might expect, because Dropity had a magic bowl, which was an inexhaustible source of food. But it would only produce food each day until Dropity herself had eaten her own meal. Then it would no longer work until the next day. Well, Dropity had just finished eating when Durvasa arrived, so she was in quite a fix. Sitting down quietly, she prayed to her good friend Krishna, who soon appeared. She explained the situation with growing panic as she knew Durvasa would be back soon, wanting his lunch. Krishna examined the bowl and, finding in it a grain of rice and a piece of vegetable, created a whole meal ready for all a hundred ascetics to eat. Well, when one ascetic who was left behind saw this, he ran off to tell his master. And when he heard of this, Durvasa quickly grew fearful of Draupadi's power, and so he and all his disciples ran off, leaving the meal untouched. And the last story takes place during the Mahabharata battle, and in those days they would fight during the day and declare ceasefire in the evening. So one evening Krishna had wanted to play a clever and rather political trick on Bhishma, one of the great warriors who happened to be on the side of the bad guys, the Karavas. Bhishma is a great warrior, spiritually pure as a lifelong celibate, devoted, and a highly skilled warrior. When an individual has developed great spiritual power, he's usually considered to have Vak Siddhi. Vak is speech, and Siddhi means perfection and power. So essentially, whatever a person with Vak Siddhi says will come true. They speak only the truth. Well, Bhishma was a great warrior and pretty close to being impossible to defeat. So Krishna wanted to find some way to weaken, weaken him a little bit, to cause some doubts to spring up in Bhishma's mind. So one night, Krishna asked Draupadi to dress up in the black garments that allowed only her eyes to be seen. Then they walked to Bhishma's tent. When they got there, Krishna remained outside to guard Draupadi's sandals as she went in to ask for Bhishma's blessings. She bowed before him and gave her, and he gave her the traditional blessing, May you and your husband live many years together. And then his curiosity was aroused, and he asked her who she was. Wordlessly she removed her head wrap, and he knew in an instant that it was Draupadi. And it soon dawned on him the significance of what had happened. If he had blessed Draupadi and her husbands with long life, then it must mean that he and the Kauravas were destined to lose the Mahabharata war. And, of course, he knew that there was only one individual who could play a trick like this. Where's Krishna? he asked. Oh, he's outside guarding my sandals, was the reply. So Bhishma went outside to acknowledge Krishna. And, of course, in the end, the Pandavas were victorious. Bhishma was killed later on, and that in itself is a great story. He was shot so full of arrows that he lay on them as if on a bed. And it was there that Bhishma gave to the world the great Vishnu Sahasranam. So today, first, we will hear a recitation of a few verses from the Bhagavad Gita, and then we'll hear the shorter sloka form of Vishnu Sahasranam, written by Bhishma while lying on his bed of arrows. And then that'll be all for this week. You can sign up for the Netcast newsletter at Pujanet. It's P-U-J-A dot N-E-T. 
Thanks very much for listening. We'll see you next time. ಮಹಾತ್ಮಿಚಾಪ್ಯಮಿಚಾಪ್ಯಮಿಚಾಪ್ಯಮಿಚಾಪ್ಯಮಿಚಾಪ್ಯಮಿಚಾಪ್
ಸ್ತುವಂದಿಕ್ತಾಂಸ್ತುತಿಮಿಪುಷ್ಕಲಾಭಿಹೇ ನಭಸ್ಪೃಶಂ ದೀಪ್ತಮನೇಕವರ್ಣಂ ವ್ಯಾತಾನನಂ ದೀಪ್ತವಿಶಾಲನೇತ್ರಿತ್ವಾಂ ಪ್ರವ್ಯಥಿತಾಂತರಾತ್ಮ ಧೃತಿ ನವಿಂದಿ ಶಮಂ ಚ ವಿಷ್ಣೋ ದಂಷ್ಟ್ರಾಕರಾಳಿ ಮುಖಿ ದೃಷ್ಟೈವ ಕಾಳಾನಲಸನ್ನಿಭಾಶೋ ನ ಜಾನೆ ನಲಭೇ ಚರ್ಮ ಪ್ರಸೀದ ದೇವೇಶ ಜಗನ್ನಿವಾಸ ಅಮೀಚತ್ವಾಂ ದಾತರಾಷ್ಟ್ರ ಪುತ್ರ ಸರ್ವೇ ಸಹೈವಾಣಿಪಾಲಸಂಧೈ ಹರಿ ವಿಶ್ವಸ್ಮೈ ನಮಃ ವಿಶ್ವ ವಿಷ್ಣುರ್ವಷಟ್ಕಾರೋ ಭೂತಭವ್ಯಭವತ್ಪ್ರಭು ಭೂತಕೃದ್ಭೂತಭಾವೋ ಭೂತಾತ್ಮ ಭೂತಭಾವ ಭೂತಾತ್ಮ ಪರಮಾತ್ಮ ಮುಕ್ತಿ ಅವ್ಯಯ ಪುರುಷ ಸಾಕ್ಷಿ ಕ್ಷೇತ್ರಜ್ಞೋಕ್ಷರ ಯೋಗೋ ಯೋಗ ಪ್ರಧಾನ ಪುರುಷೇಶ್ವರ ನಾರಸಿಂಹವಪುಶ್ರೀಮಾನ್ ಕೇಶವ ಪುರುಷೋತ್ತಮ ಸರ್ವಶರ್ವಶಿವಸ್ಥಾನುರ್ಭೂತಿರ್ನಿಧಿರವ್ಯಯ ಸಂಭವೋ ಭಾವನೋ ಭರ್ತ ಪ್ರಭವ ಪ್ರಭುರೀಶ್ವರ ಸ್ವಯಂಭೂ ಶಂಬುರಾದಿತ್ಯ ಪುಷ್ಕರಾಕ್ಷೋ ಮಹಾಸ್ವನ ಅನಾಧಿನಿಧನೋಧಾತಾತುರುತ್ತಮ ಅಪ್ರಮೇಯೋ ಹೃಷಿಕೇಶ ಪದ್ಮನಾಭೋಮರ ಪ್ರಭು ವಿಶ್ವಕರ್ಮನುಸ್ವಷ್ಟಸ್ಥವಿಷ್ಟಸ್ಥವಿರೋಧ್ರುವ ಅಗ್ರಾಹ್ಯ ಶಾಶ್ವತ ಕೃಷ್ಣೋ ಲೋಹಿತಾಕ್ಷ ಪ್ರತರ್ದನ ಪ್ರಭೂತಸ್ತ್ರಿಕುಬ್ಧಾಮ ಪವಿತ್ರ ಮಂಗಳ ಪರಂ ಈಶಾನ ಪ್ರಾಣದಾಣೋ ಜ್ಯೇಷ್ಠಶ್ರೇಷ್ಠ ಪ್ರಜಾಪತಿ ಹಿರಣ್ಯಗರ್ಭೋ ಭೂಗರ್ಭೋ ಮಾಧವೋ ಮಧುಸೂದನ ಈಶ್ವರೋ ವಿಕ್ರಮೀ ಧನ್ವೀ ಮೇಧಾವೀ ವಿಕ್ರಮ ಕ್ರಮ ಅನುತ್ತಮೋ ದುರಾದರ್ಶ ಕೃತಜ್ಞ ಕೃತಿರತ್ಮವಾನ್ ಸುರೇಶ ಶರಣ ಶರ್ಮ ವಿಶ್ವರೇತಾ ಪ್ರಜಾಭವ ಅಹಸಂವತ್ಸರೋ ವ್ಯಾಳ ಪ್ರತ್ಯಯ ಸರ್ವದರ್ಶನ ಅಜಸ್ಸರ್ವೇಶ್ವರ ಸಿದ್ಧ ಸಿದ್ಧಿ ಸರ್ವಾದಿರಚ್ಯುತ ವೃಷಾಕೇಯಾತ್ಮಸರ್ವಗ ವಿಸೃತ ವಸುರ್ವಸುಮನಾ ಸತ್ಯಸಮಾತ್ಮಸಂಮಿತಸ್ಸಮೋಘಪುಂಡರೀಕಾಕ್ಷೋ ವೃಷಕರ್ಮಾವೃಷಾಕೃತಿ ರುದ್ರೋ ಬಹುಶಿರಾ ಬಭ್ರುರ್ವಿಶ್ವೋ ನಿಶುಚಿಶ್ರವಾಮೃತಶಾಶ್ವತಸ್ಥಾನುರ್ವರಾರೋಹೋ ಮಹಾತಪ ಸರ್ವಗಸ್ಸರ್ವಿದ್ವಾನುರ್ವಿಶ್ವಕ್ಸೇನೋ ಜನಾರ್ದನ ವೇದೋ ವೇದ ವಿದವ್ಯಂಗೋ ವೇದಾಂಗೋ ವೇದ ವಿಕವಿ ಲೋಕಾಧ್ಯಕ್ಷಸುರಾಧ್ಯಕ್ಷೋ ಧರ್ಮಾಧ್ಯಕ್ಷಕೃತ ಚತುರಾತ್ಮ ಚತುರ್ವ್ಯೂಹಶ್ಚತುರ್ದಂಷ್ಟ್ರಶ್ಚತುರ್ಭುಜ ಭ್ರಾಜಿಷ್ಣುರ್ಭೋಜನಂ ಭೋಕ್ತ ಸಹಿಷ್ಣುರ್ಜಗದಾಜ ಅನಘೋ ವಿಜಯೋ ಜೇತಾ ವಿಶ್ವಯೋ ನಿಪುನರ್ವಸು ಉಪೇಂದ್ರೋ ವಾಮನಃಶುರಮೋಘಶುಚಿರೂರ್ಜಿತ ಅತೀಂದ್ರ ಸಂಗ್ರಹ ಸರ್ಗೋ ಧೃತಾತ್ಮ ನಿಯಮೋ ಯಮ 
ವೇದ್ಯೋ ವೈದ್ಯ ಸದಾ ಯೋಗಿ ವೀರ ಮಾಧವೋ ಮಧು ಅತೀಂದ್ರಿಯೋ ಮಹಾಮಾಯೋ ಮಹೋತ್ಸಾಹೋ ಮಹಾಬಲ ಮಹಾಬುಧಿರ್ಮಹಾವೀರ್ಯೋ ಮಹಾಶಕ್ತಿರ್ಮಹಾದ್ಯುತಿ ಅನಿರ್ದೇಶವಪು ಶ್ರೀಮಾನ ಮೇ ಯಾತ್ಮಾ ಮಹಾದೃಗ್ ಮಹೇಶ್ವಾಸೋ ಮಹೀಭರ್ತ ಶ್ರೀನಿವಾಸ ಸತಾಂಗತಿ ಅನಿರುದ್ಧ ಸುರಾನಂದೋ ಗೋವಿಂದೋ ಗೋವಿದಾಂಪತಿ ಮರೀಚಿರ್ದ ಮನೋಹಂಸ ಸುಪರ್ಣೋ ಭುಜಗೋತ್ತಮ ಹಿರಣ್ಯನಾಭ ಸುತಪದ್ಮನಾಭ ಪ್ರಜಾಪತಿ ಅಮೃತ್ಯುಸರ್ವದೃಕ್ಸಿಂಹ ಸಂಧಾತ ಸಂಧಿಮಾನ್ ಸ್ಥಿರ ಅಜೋ ದುರ್ಮರ್ಷಣ ಶಾಸ್ತ ವಿಶ್ರುತಾತ್ಮಾಸುರಾರಿಹ ಗುರುರ್ಗುರುತಮೋಧಾಮ ಸತ್ಯ ಸತ್ಯ ಪರಾಕ್ರಮ ನಿಮಿಷೋ ನಿಮಿಷಸ್ರಗ್ವೀ ವಾಚಸ್ಪತಿರುದಾರಧೀ ಅಗ್ರಣೀರ್ಗ್ರಾಮಣೀ ಶ್ರೀಮಾನ್ ನ್ಯಾಯೋ ನೇತಾ ಸಮೀರಣ ಸಹಸ್ರಮೂರ್ಧ ವಿಶ್ವಾತ್ಮ ಸಹಸ್ರಾಕ್ಷ ಸಹಸ್ರಪಾತ್ ಆವರ್ತನೋ ನಿವೃತ್ತಾತ್ಮ ಸಂವೃತ ಸಂಪ್ರಮರ್ದನ ಅಹ ಸಂವರ್ತಕೋವನ್ನಿಹಿ ಅನಿಲೋಧರಣೀಧರ ಸುಪ್ರಸಾದ ಪ್ರಸನ್ನಾತ್ಮ ವಿಶ್ವಧೃಗ್ ವಿಶ್ವಭುಕ್ವಿಭು ಸತ್ಕರ್ತ ಸತ್ಕೃತ ಸಾಧುರ್ಜನ್ಮುರ್ನಾರಾಯಣೋ ನರಃ ಅಸಂಖ್ಯೇಯೋ ಪ್ರಮೇಯಾತ್ಮ ವಿಶಿಷ್ಟಿಷ್ಟಕೃಚ್ಛುಚಿ ಸಿದ್ಧಾರ್ಥ ಸಿದ್ಧ ಸಂಕಲ್ಪ ಸಿದ್ಧಿತ ಸಿದ್ಧಿ ಸಾಧನ ವೃಷಾಹಿ ವೃಷಭೋ ವಿಷ್ಣುರ್ವೃಷಪರ್ವಾವೃಷೋದರ ವರ್ಧನೋ ವರ್ಧಮಾನಶ್ಚ ವಿವಿತ್ತ ಶ್ರುತಿಸಾಗರ ಸುಭುಜೋ ದುರ್ಧರೋ ವಾಗ್ಮೀ ಮಹೇಂದ್ರೋ ವಸುಧೋ ವಸು ನೈಕರೂಪೋ ಬೃಹದ್ರೂಪಸ್ಥಿತಿವಿಷ್ಟ ಪ್ರಕಾಶನ ಓಜಸ್ತೇಜೋದ್ಯುತಿಧರ ಪ್ರಕಾಶಾತ್ಮ ಪ್ರತಾಪನ ರುದ್ಧಸ್ಪಷ್ಟಾಕ್ಷರೋ ಮಂತ್ರಶ್ಚಂದ್ರಾಂಶುರ್ಭಾಸ್ಕರದ್ಯುತಿ ಅಮೃತಾಂಶುದ್ಭವೋ ಭಾನುಶಶಬಿಂದುಸುರೇಶ್ವರ ಔಷಧಂ ಜಗತ್ ಸೇತು ಸತ್ಯಧರ್ಮ ಪರಾಕ್ರಮ ಭೂತಭವ್ಯ ಭವನ್ನಾಥ ಪವನ ಪಾವನೋ ನಲ ಕಾಮ ಕಾಮಕೃತ್ಕಾಂತ ಕಾಮ ಕಾಮ ಪ್ರದ ಪ್ರಭು ಯುಗಾದಿಗೃತ್ಯುಗಾವರ್ತೋ ನೈಕಮಾಯೋ ಮಹಾಶನ ಅದೃಶೋ ವ್ಯಕ್ತೂಪಶ್ಚ ಸಹಸ್ರಜಿತನಂದಚಿತ್ ಇಷ್ಟೋ ವಿಶಿಷ್ಟಶಿಷ್ಟೇಷ್ಟಶಿಖಂಡೀನಹುಷೋ ವೃಷಃ ಕ್ರೋಧ ಕ್ರೋಧಕೃತ್ಕರ್ತ ವಿಶ್ವಬಾಹುರ್ಮಹೀಧರ ಅಚ್ಯುತ ಪ್ರಥಿತ ಪ್ರಾಣ ಪ್ರಾಣದೋ ವಾಸವಾನುಜ ಅಪಾಂ ನಿಧಿರಧಿಷ್ಟಾನಮಪ್ರಮತ್ತ ಪ್ರತಿಷ್ಠಿ ಸ್ಕಂದಸ್ಕಂದಧರೋ ಧುರ್ಯೋ ವರದೋ ವಾಯುವಾಹನ ವಾಸುದೇವೋ ಬೃಹದ್ಭಾನುರಾಧಿದೇವ ಪುರಂದರ ಅಶೋಕಸ್ತಾರನಸ್ತಾರಶೂರಶೌರಿರ್ಜನೇಶ್ವರ ಅನುಕೂಲಶತಾವರ್ತ ಪದ್ಮೀ ಪದ್ಮನಿಭೇಕ್ಷಣ ಪದ್ಮನಾಭೋರಬಿಂದಾಕ್ಷ ಪದ್ಮಗರ್ಭಶರೀರಭೃತ್ ಮಹರ್ದಿರ್ರದ್ಧೋ ವೃದ್ಧಾತ್ಮ ಮಹಾಕ್ಷೋ ಗರುಡಧ್ವಜ ಅತುಲಶ್ಚರಭೋ ಭೀಮಸ್ಸಮಯಜ್ಞೋಹವಿರ್ಹರಿ ಸರ್ವಕ್ಷಣಲಕ್ಷಣ್ಯೋ ಲಕ್ಷ್ಮೀವಾನ್ ಸಮಿತಿಂಜಯ ವಿಕ್ಷರೋ ರೋಹಿತೋ ಮಾರ್ಗೋ ಹೇತುರ್ದಾಮೋದರ ಸಹ ಮಹೀಧರೋ ಮಹಾಭಾಗೋ ವೇಗವಾನಮಿತಾಶನ ಉದ್ಭವ ಕ್ಷೋಭಣೋ ದೇವಶ್ರೀಗರ್ಭ ಪರಮೇಶ್ವರ ಕರ್ಣ ಕಾರಣ ಕರ್ತ ವಿಕರ್ತ ಗಹನೋ ಗುಹ ವ್ಯವಸಾಯೋ ವ್ಯವಸ್ಥಾನ ಸಂಸ್ಥಾನಸ್ಥಾನದೋಧ್ರುವ ಪರರ್ಥಿ ಪರಮಸ್ಪಷ್ಟಸ್ತುಷ್ಟ ಪುಷ್ಟಶುಭೇಕ್ಷಣ 
ರಾಮೋ ವಿರಾಮೋ ವಿರಜೋ ಮಾರ್ಗೋ ನೇಯೋ ನಯೋ ನಯ ವೀರಶಕ್ತಿ ಮತಾಂ ಶ್ರೇಷ್ಠೋ ಧರ್ಮೋ ಧರ್ಮ ವಿದುತ್ತಮ ವೈಕುಂಠ ಪುರುಷ ಪ್ರಾಣ ಪ್ರಾಣದ ಪ್ರಣವ ಪೃಥು ಹಿರಣ್ಯ ಗರ್ಭ ಶತ್ರುಘ್ನೋ ವ್ಯಾಪ್ತೋ ವಾಯುರಧೋಕ್ಷಜ ಋತುಸುದರ್ಶನ ಕಾಲ ಪರಮೇಷ್ಠೀ ಪರಿಗ್ರಹ ಉಗ್ರ ಸಂವತ್ಸರೋ ದಕ್ಷೋ ವಿಶ್ರಾಮೋ ವಿಶ್ವದಕ್ಷಿಣ ವಿಸ್ತಾರಸ್ಥಾವರಸ್ಥಾಣು ಪ್ರಮಾಣ ಬೀಜಮವ್ಯಯ ಅರ್ಥೋ ನರ್ಥೋ ಮಹಾಕೋಶೋ ಮಹಾಭೋಗೋ ಮಹಾಧನ ಅನಿರ್ವಿಣ್ಣಸ್ಥವಿಷ್ಠೋ ಭೂಧರ್ಮಯೂಪೋ ಮಹಾಮಖ ನಕ್ಷತ್ರ ನೇಮೀರ್ನಕ್ಷತ್ರೀ ಕ್ಷಮಃ ಕ್ಷಾಮಸಮೀಹನ ಯಜ್ಞಯಿಜ್ಜೋ ಮಹೇಜ್ಯಶ್ಚ ಕೃತುಸತ್ರಂ ಸತಾಂಗತಿ ಸರ್ವದರ್ಶಿ ವಿಮುಕ್ತಾತ್ಮ ಸರ್ವಜ್ಞೋ ಜ್ಞಾನಮುತ್ತಮ ಸುವ್ರತ ಸುಮುಖ ಸೂಕ್ಷ್ಮ ಸುಘೋಷ ಸುಖದ ಸುಹೃತ್ ಮನೋಹರೋಜಿತ ಕ್ರೋಧೋ ವೀರಬಾಹುರುವಿದಾರಣ ಸ್ವಾಪನ ಸ್ವವಶೋ ವ್ಯಾಪಿ ನೈಕಾತ್ಮನೈಕ ಕರ್ಮಕೃತ್ ವತ್ಸರೋ ವತ್ಸಲೋ ವತ್ಸಿ ರತ್ನಗರ್ಭೋಧನೇಶ್ವರ ಧರ್ಮಕುಬ್ಧರ್ಮಕೃದ್ಧರ್ಮೀ ಸದಸತ್ಕ್ಷರಮಕ್ಷರಂ ಅವಿಜ್ಞಾತ ಸಹಸ್ರಾಂಶುರ್ವಿಧಾತಾಕೃತಲಕ್ಷಣ ಗಭಸ್ತಿನೇಮೀ ಸತ್ವಸ್ಥಸಿಂಹೋ ಭೂತಮಹೇಶ್ವರ ಆದಿದೇವೋ ಮಹಾದೇವೋ ದೇವೇಶೋ ದೇವಭೃದ್ಗುರು ಉತ್ತರೋ ಗೋಪತಿರ್ಗೋಕ್ತ ಜ್ಞಾನಗಮ್ಯ ಪುರಾತನ ಶರೀರಭೂತಭೃದ್ಭೋಕ್ತ ಕಪೀಂದ್ರೋ ಭೂರಿ ದಕ್ಷಿಣ ಸೋಮಪೋಮೃತಪ ಸೋಮಪುರುಜಿತ್ಪುರುಸತ್ತಮ ವಿನಯೋಜಯ ಸತ್ಯಸಂಧೋ ದಾಶಾರ್ಹ ಸಾತ್ವತಾಂಪತಿ ಜೀವೋ ವಿನಯಿತ ಸಾಕ್ಷೀ ಮುಕುಂದೋಮಿತ ವಿಕ್ರಮ ಅಂಬೂನಿಧಿರನಂತಾತ್ಮ ಮಹೋದಧಿಶಯೋಂತಕ ಅಜೋ ಮಹಾರ್ಹ ಸ್ವಾಭಾವ್ಯೋಜಿತಾಮಿತ್ರ ಪ್ರಮೋದನ ಆನಂದೋ ನಂದನೋ ನಂದ ಸತ್ಯಧರ್ಮಾತ್ರಿವಿಕ್ರಮ ಮಹರ್ಷಿ ಕಪಿಲಾಚಾರ್ಯ ಕೃತಜ್ಞೋ ಮೇದಿನೀಪತಿ ತ್ರಿಪದಸ್ತ್ರದಶಾಧ್ಯಕ್ಷೋ ಮಹಾಶೃಂಗ ಕೃತಾಂತಕೃತ್ ಮಹಾವರಾಹೋ ಗೋವಿಂದ ಸುಷೇಣ ಕನಕಾಂಗದಿ ಗುಹ್ಯೋ ಗಭೀರೋ ಗಹನೋ ಗುಪ್ತಶ್ಚಕ್ರಗದಾಧರ ವೇಧಾಸ್ವಾಂಗೋಜಿತ ಕೃಷ್ಣೋ ದೃಢಶಂಕರ್ಷಣೋಚ್ಯುತ ವರುಣೋ ವಾರುಣೋ ವೃಕ್ಷ ಪುಷ್ಕರಾಕ್ಷೋ ಮಹಾಮನಾ ಭಗವಾನ್ ಭಗಹಾನಂದೀ ವನಮಾಲೀಹಲಾಯುಧ ಆದಿತ್ಯೋ ಜ್ಯೋತಿರಾದಿತ್ಯ ಸಹಿಷ್ಣುರ್ಗತಿ ಸಪ್ತಮ ಸುಧನ್ವಾಖಂಡ ಪರಶುರ್ದಾರುಣೋ ದ್ರವಿಣ ಪ್ರದ ದಿವಸ್ಪೃಕ್ಸರ್ವದೃಗ್ವ್ಯಾಸೋ ವಾಚಸ್ಪತಿರಯೋ ನಿಜ ತ್ರಿಸಾಮಸಾಮಗಸ್ಸಾಮನಿರ್ವಾಣಂಭೇಷಜಂಭಿಷಕ್ ಸಂಸಕೃಚ್ಚಮಶಾಂತೋ ನಿಷ್ಠಾ ಶಾಂತಿ ಪರಾಯಣ ಶುಭಾಂಗ ಶಾಂತಿದ್ರಷ್ಟಾಕುಮುದಕ್ಕುಬಲೇಶಯ ಗೋಹಿತೋ ಗೋಪತಿರ್ಗೋಕ್ತ ವೃಷಭಾಕ್ಷೋ ವೃಷಪ್ರಿಯ ಅನಿವರ್ತೀ ನಿವೃತ್ತಾತ್ಮ ಸಂಕ್ಷೇಪ್ತ ಕ್ಷೇಮಕೃಚ್ಛಿವ ಶ್ರೀವತ್ಸವಕ್ಷ ಶ್ರೀವಾಸ ಶ್ರೀಪತಿ ಶ್ರೀಮತಾಂಬರ ಶ್ರೀಧಶ್ರೀಶ್ರೀನಿವಾಸ ಶ್ರೀನಿಧಿ ಶ್ರೀವಿಭಾವನ ಶ್ರೀಧರ ಶ್ರೀಕರ ಶ್ರೇಯ ಶ್ರೀಮಾಲೋಕತ್ರಯಾಶ್ರಯ ಸ್ವಕ್ಷಸ್ವಂಗಸ್ಸತಾನಂದೋ ನಂದಿರ್ಜ್ಯೋತಿರ್ಗಣೇಶ್ವರ ವಿಜಿತಾತ್ಮ ವಿಧೇಯಾತ್ಮ ಸತ್ಕೀರ್ತಿಶ್ಚಿನ್ನ ಸಂಶಯ ಉದೀರ್ಣ ಸರ್ವತಃಚಕ್ಷುರನೀಶ ಶಾಶ್ವತಸ್ಥಿರ ಭೂಷಯೋ ಭೂಷಣೋ ಭೂತಿರ್ವಿಶೋಕಶೋಕನಾಶನ
ಅರ್ಚಿಷ್ಮಾನರ್ಚಿತ ಕುಂಭೋ ವಿಶುದ್ಧಾತ್ಮಾ ವಿಶೋಧನ ಅನಿರುದ್ಧೋ ಪ್ರತಿರಥ ಪ್ರದ್ಯುಮ್ನೋಮಿತ ವಿಕ್ರಮ ಕಾಲನೇಮಿನಿಹಾವೀರ ಶೌರಿಶೂರಜನೇಶ್ವರ ತ್ರಿಲೋಕಾತ್ಮ ತ್ರಿಲೋಕೇಶ ಕೇಶವ ಕೇಶಿಹಾರಿ ಕಾಮದೇವ ಕಾಮಪಾಲ ಕಾಮೀಕಾಂತಕೃತಾಗಮ ಅನಿರ್ದೇಶ್ಯವಪುರ್ವಿಷ್ಣುರ್ವೀರೋ ನಂತೋ ಧನಂಜಯ ಬ್ರಹ್ಮಣ್ಯೋ ಬ್ರಹ್ಮ ಕೃತ್ಬ್ರಹ್ಮ ಬ್ರಹ್ಮ ಬ್ರಹ್ಮ ವಿವರ್ಧನ ಬ್ರಹ್ಮವಿಬ್ರಾಹ್ಮಣೋ ಬ್ರಹ್ಮಿ ಬ್ರಹ್ಮಜ್ಞೋ ಬ್ರಾಹ್ಮಣ ಪ್ರಿಯ ಮಹಾಕ್ರಮೋ ಮಹಾಕರ್ಮ ಮಹಾತೇಜಾಮಹೋರಗ ಮಹಾಕ್ರತುರ್ಮಹಾಯಜ್ವ ಮಹಾಯಜ್ಞೋ ಮಹಾಹವಿ ಸ್ತವ್ಯಸ್ತವ ಪ್ರಿಯ ಸ್ತೋತ್ರ ಸ್ತುತಿಸ್ತೋತಾರಣ ಪ್ರಿಯ ಪೂರ್ಣ ಸ್ಫೂರಯಿತ ಪುಣ್ಯ ಪುಣ್ಯಕೀರ್ತಿರನಾಮಯ ಮನೋಜವಸ್ತೀರ್ಥಕರೋ ವಸುರೇತ ವಸುಪ್ರದ ವಸುಪ್ರದೋ ವಾಸುದೇವೋ ವಸುರ್ವಸುಮನಾಹವಿ ಸದ್ಗತಿ ಸತ್ಕೃತಿ ಸತ್ತಾ ಸದ್ಭೂತಿ ಸತ್ಪರಾಯಣ ಶೂರಸೇನೋ ಯದುಶ್ರೇಷ್ಠ ಸನ್ನಿವಾಸ ಸುಯಾಮುನಃ ಭೂತಾವಾಸೋ ವಾಸುದೇವಸರ್ವಾಸುನಿಲಯೋ ನಲ ದರ್ಪಹಾದರ್ಪದೋ ದೃಪ್ತೋ ದುರ್ಧರೋ ತಾಪರಾಜಿತ ವಿಶ್ವಮೂರ್ತಿರ್ಮಹಾಮೂರ್ತಿ ದೀಪ್ತಮೂರ್ತಿನಮೂರ್ತಿಮಾನ್ ಅನೇಕ ಮೂರ್ತಿರವ್ಯಕ್ತಶತಮೂರ್ತಿಶತಾನನ ಏಕೋ ನೈಕ ಸವಕ್ಕಿಂ ಯತ್ತದಮನುತ್ತಮ ಲೋಕಬಂಧುರ್ಲೋಕನಾಥೋ ಮಾಧವೋ ಭಕ್ತವತ್ಸಲ ಸುವರ್ಣವರ್ಣೋ ಹೇಮಾಂಗೋ ವರಾಂಗಶ್ಚಂದನಾಂಗದಿ ವೀರಹಾವಿಷಮಶೂನ್ಯೋ ಧೃತಾಶೀಲಚಲಶ್ಚಲ ಅಮಾನೀಮಾನದೋ ಮಾನ್ಯೋ ಲೋಕಸ್ವಾಮೀ ತ್ರಿಲೋಕೃಕ್ ಸುಮೇಧಾಮೇಧಜೋ ಧನ್ಯಸತ್ಯಮೇಧಾಧರಾಧರ ತೇಜೋ ವೃಷೋದ್ಯುತಿಧರ ಸರ್ವಶಸ್ತ್ರಭೃತಾಂಬರ ಪ್ರಗ್ರಹೋ ನಿಗ್ರಹೋ ವ್ಯಗ್ರೋ ನೈಕಶೃಂಗೋ ಗದಾಗ್ರಜ ಚತುರ್ಮೂರ್ತಿಶ್ಚತುರ್ಬಾಹುಶ್ಚತುರ್ವ್ಯೂಹಶ್ಚತುರ್ಗತಿ ಚತುರಾತ್ಮಾ ಚತುರ್ಭಾವಶ್ಚತುರ್ವೇದವಿದೇಕಪಾತ್ ಸಮಾವರ್ತೋ ನಿವೃತ್ತಾತ್ಮ ದುರ್ಜಯೋ ದುರತಿಕ್ರಮ ದುರ್ಲಭೋ ದುರ್ಗಮೋ ದುರ್ಗೋ ದುರಾವಾಸೋ ದುರಾರಿಹ ಶುಭಾಂಗೋ ಲೋಕಸಾರಂಗಸ್ತುತಂತುಸ್ತಂತು ವರ್ಧನ ಇಂದ್ರಕರ್ಮ ಮಹಾಕರ್ಮ ಕೃತಕರ್ಮಾಕೃತಾಗಮ ಉದ್ಭವ ಸುಂದರ ಸುಂದೋ ರತ್ನನಾಭ ಸುಲೋಚನ ಅರ್ಕೋ ವಾಜಸನ ಶೃಂಗೀ ಜಯಂತ ಸರ್ವಿಜಯೀ ಸುವರ್ಣಬಿಂದುರಕ್ಷೋಭ್ಯಸರ್ವಾಗೀಶ್ವರೇಶ್ವರ ಮಹಾಹೃದೋ ಮಹಾಗರ್ತೋ ಮಹಾಭೂತೋ ಮಹಾನಿಧಿ ಕುಮುದ ಕುಂದರ ಕುಂದ ಪರ್ಜನ್ಯ ಪಾವನೋ ನಿಲ ಅಮೃತಾಶೋ ಮೃತವಪುಸ್ಸರ್ವಜ್ಞಸರ್ವತೋ ಮುಖ ಸುಲಭ ಸುವ್ರತ ಸಿದ್ಧ ಶತ್ರುಜಿಶತ್ರುತಾಪನ ನ್ಯಗ್ರೋದೋ ದುಂಬರೋ ಶ್ವತ್ತಾಣೂರಾಂದ್ರನಿಷೂದನ ಸಹಸ್ರಾರ್ಚಿ ಸಪ್ತಜಿಹ್ವ ಸಪ್ತೈಧಾಸಪ್ತವಾಹನ ಅಮೂರ್ತಿರನಘೋಚಿಂತ್ಯೋ ಭಯಕೃದ್ಭಯನಾಶನ ಅಣುರ್ಬೃಹತ್ಕೃಶಸ್ಥೂಲೋ ಗುಣಭೃನ್ನಿರ್ಗುಣೋ ಮಹಾನ್ ಅಧೃತಸ್ವಧೃತ ಸ್ವಾಸ್ಯ ಪ್ರಾಗ್ವಂಶೋವಂಶವರ್ಧನ ಭಾರಭೃತ್ಕಥಿತೋ ಯೋಗೀ ಯೋಗೀಶಸ್ಸರ್ವಕಾಮದ ಆಶ್ರಮಶ್ರಮಣ ಕ್ಷಾಮಸುಪರ್ಣೋ ವಾಯುವಾಹನ ಧನುರ್ಧನೋ ಧನುರ್ವೇದೋ ದಂಡೋ ದಮಯಿತಾದಮ ಅಪರಾಜಿತಸ್ಸರ್ವಸಹೋ ನಿಯಂತ ನಿಯಮೋ ಯಮ ಸತ್ವಾನ್ ಸಾತ್ವಿಕ ಸತ್ಯ ಸತ್ಯಧರ್ಮ ಪರಾಯಣ 
ಅಭಿಪ್ರಾಯಿಯಾರ್ಹೋರ್ಹೀತಿವರ್ಧನ ವಿಹಾಯ ಸಗತಿರ್ಜ್ಯೋತಿಸುರುಚಿರ್ಹುತಭುಕ್ವಿಭೋರ್ವಿರೋಚನ ಸೂರ್ಯ ಸವಿತಾರವಿಲೋಚನ ಅನಂತೋಹುತಭುಕ್ಭೋಕ್ತಾಸುಖದೋ ನೈಕದೋಗ್ರಜ ಅನಿರ್ವಿಣ್ಣ ಸದಾಮರ್ಷೀ ಲೋಕಾಧಿಷ್ಟಾನಮದ್ಭುತ ಸನಾತ್ಸನಾತನತಮ ಕಪಿಲ ಕಪಿರಪ್ಯಯ ಸ್ವಸ್ತಿಸ್ವಸ್ತಿಸ್ವಸ್ತಿಭುಸ್ವಸ್ತಿದಕ್ಷಿಣ ಅರೌದ್ರಕುಂಡಲೀಚಕ್ರೀವಿಕ್ರಮ್ಯೂರ್ಜಿತಶಾಸನ ಶಬ್ದಾಶಬ್ದಸಿಶಿರಶರ್ವರೀಕರ ಅಕ್ರೂರಫೇಶಲೋದಕ್ಷೋದಕ್ಷಿಣ ಕ್ಷಮಿಣಾಂಬರ ವಿತ್ತಮೋವೀತಭಯಶ್ರವಣಕೀರ್ತನ ಉತ್ತಣೋ ದುಷ್ಕೃತಿಹಾಪುಣ್ಯೋ ದುಸ್ವಪ್ನಾಶನ ವೀರಹಾರಕ್ಷಣ ಸಂತೋ ಜೀವನ ಪರ್ಯವಸ್ಥಿ ಅನಂತರೂಪೋ ನಂತಶ್ರೀಜಿತಮನ್ಯುರ್ಭಯಾಪ ಚತುರಶ್ರೋಗಭೀರಾತ್ಮಿಶೋ ವ್ಯಾಧಿಶೋ ದಿಶಃ ಅನಾದಿರ್ಭೂರ್ಭುವೋ ಲಕ್ಷ್ಮೀ ಸುವೀರೋ ರುಚಿರಾಂಗದ ಜನನೋ ಜನಜನ್ಮಾದಿರ್ಭೀಮೋ ಭೀಮಪರಾಕ್ರಮ ಆಧಾರನಿಲಯೋಧಾತುಷ್ಪಾಸಜಾಗರ ಊರ್ಧ್ವಗತ್ಸತ್ಪಥಾಚಾರ ಪ್ರಾಣದ ಪ್ರಣವ ಪ್ರಣ ಪ್ರಮಾಣ ಪ್ರಾಣನಿಲಯಪ್ರಾಣಭೃತ್ಪ್ರಾಣಜೀವನ ತತ್ವತ್ವಿತೇಕಾತ್ಮ ಜನ್ಮ ಮೃತ್ಯುಜರಾತಿ ಗೂರ್ಭುವಸ್ವಸ್ತುರುಸ್ತಾರಸ್ಸವಿತಾಪ್ರಪಿತಾಮಹ ಯಜ್ಞೋ ಯಜ್ಞಪತಿರ್ಯಜ್ವಾಂಗೋಯಾಹನ ಯಜ್ಞಭೃತ್ಯಜ್ಞಕೃತ್ಯಜ್ಞಿಯಜ್ಞಭುಕ್ಯಜ್ಞಸಾಧನ ಯಜ್ಞಾಂತಕೃತ್ಯಜ್ಞಗುಹ್ಯಮನ್ನಮನ್ನಾದಯೇವಚಾತ್ಮಯೋನಿಸ್ವಯಂಜಾತೋವ